we are a very close family. We spend way too much time together, <laughs> like way too much time together. Like my friends always say it. Like I always say it. We all say it to each other, but we still all choose to spend time with each other. Yeah, I think we're just lucky that we have all five of us to kind of work together just relationship wise and you know with little kitchen as well i'm really proud that my parents were able to come up with something that like literally is changing lives from scratch a good kitchen produces good food but a great kitchen brings people together welcome to meet me in the kitchen a podcast inspired by little kitchen academy exploring the key ingredients to a meaningful life and how they are changing lives from scratch. Here's my dad and your host, Scott Rintoul. With most of the jobs that I've had in my career, they've come with some pretty good perks, one of which is that I've had the good fortune to sit down and interview some very famous people, names that most of you would recognize. But this conversation, this one is among the most special that I have ever had a chance to record because this conversation that you're about to hear is with three of my nieces, Gabriella, Bronwyn, and Gwendolyn. They are the daughters of Brian and Felicity Curran, and they're also the original test cases for what has since become Little Kitchen Academy. These were the little girls who helped Felicity mold her philosophy for Little Kitchen through a lot of trial and error in their own kitchen. Not intentionally, of course, she was simply raising them. But along the way, she and they were laying the foundation for creating independent children using cooking as a vehicle. So as someone who's been able to watch them grow from these three tiny toddlers I met over 15 years ago into empowered young women, the chance to talk to them in a completely different manner, well, that's one that I jumped at. You've probably heard a lot of people question what the future looks like as the next generation comes of age. This conversation definitely reinforced my belief that the future is in really, really good hands. And I'm sure you'll agree. So without further ado, here are Gabby, Bronwyn, and Gwen. Enjoy. You guys want to start? You guys good? Yeah, sure. All right. Okay. Let's start with this. And whoever wants to jump in first, just go ahead. It's one thing to be supportive of your parents. I think we're all supportive of our parents, but it's another to work for your parents. And you guys have all taken that on. (laughs) You've all worked at other jobs too. When you've taught Taekwondo, Mm -hmm. Gabby, you've worked at restaurants, Bron, when you've worked at grocery stores, you've worked lots of different places. Why is it important for each of you? And you can go whatever order you want to be a part of this. I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) I just honestly, when I first started at Little Kitchen, I probably wouldn't have known about it for some time if it weren't for mom and dad. But um, just being there, the environment is really nice. It's it's a, it's a very different from, I don't know, from when I have been teaching at Taekwondo. And um, I also worked at Song's grocery store for a while too. And it's just nice having those personal connections with both the kids and the other people who work there. I don't know. It's, it's nice to have that family perspective, like with mom and dad, but also you kind of get that community with the people who you're working with. Yeah, it's, it's nice. What about you, Gabs? I mean, you've gone away to university on the other side of the country now, and you've mm-hmm. seen a bunch of different things, and yet you come back and you want to work there and you want to be a part of it. How come? Well, I specifically want to be a part of it because after, like, part of my degree is going towards hopefully working at Little Kitchen after. You know, I want to graduate and then like build some stuff at the company and like work with mom and dad. Um, 
But I also just love kids and I love teaching them and they're so cute. And I see them on the stories when I'm in Toronto and I'm looking at them I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to come back and teach them and just be with them because they start to grow up so fast, like the three-year-olds that I teach. And I don't know, I just, I like working in the same company as mom and dad because we can all talk about it and like make it better. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, it's interesting you say that about wanting to put your degree towards that because one of the things your mom talked about when we did this Mm -hmm. is you being so great with exceptional learners Mm -hmm. and you wanting that to be a big part of your life moving forward. What is it about exceptional learners, especially in the little kitchen environment that struck a chord with you? Honestly, I don't, I don't know how it all started, but in high school, I tutored the life skills students and I just really like found a passion for it and just helping kids that most people didn't really think to help or didn't really care about as much. And it's really interesting to see when you're teaching the exceptional kids at Little Kitchen, um, they can do everything like by themselves. They're so independent and capable of doing these things if you let them do it. And the thing that I like about working at Little Kitchen is that job like gives me the like ability to let the kids be independent and see that they can do all of this stuff on their own, which in the real world, a lot of people don't really assume that people can. A lot of people just assume they need help with everything and they need to be walked through life. And it's actually, it's really cool to see like they can do so much stuff on their own. So I don't know. That's, that's what I like about it. What about you, Bronwyn? <laughs> You've heard your sister's answer. What about you? What do you like about being a part of this? Because this is a choice. You have lots of options as to things you could do. Why do you like to be a part of this? Well, I've had a lot of different jobs and I feel like I've never had a job where I can just get paid to eat and hang out with a bunch of kids. And like Gwen said, it is a really nice environment. Like it's been nothing but fun, really. So do your friends ask you about it? Does your roommate oh, yeah. ask no, you about a, it? My, a bunch of my friends always ask like, oh, how'd you get into this like job? How do you get this kind of job? And I tell them like, oh, it's my parents' business. And yeah. But everyone, everyone thinks it's really cool. Three of and my I friends agree. work there. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of yeah. our friends work there. Like from childhood, one of our friends who used to teach Taekwondo like Gwen, he works there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of our- Charlie. Charlie. Or like, Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. They all work there. It's a good community. It's a good team. Well, I was going to say, I'm sure your friends ask you about it. So how do you describe what it's like to work there when they say, what's it like being in your parents' business and working with kids all day and trying to teach them how to cook? When people ask me about it, I will definitely say it's not for everybody. You know, it's it's pretty stressful a lot of the times, especially if you're working with like the younger students. There's a lot that can go wrong if you're not careful. And so that part is a little bit tough sometimes, but it's also so much fun because you see all these like tiny humans like cooking all by themselves and it's so cool. And you also, what Bron said, you get you get paid to eat food and hang out with kids. Like it's all awesome. make good food. Yeah. Like we make really good food and you just, yeah, it's chill. I love talking to the kids after and like discussing like their favorite parts of like what they made and everything. It's really fun. What about you, Gwen? Because you work there, but I imagine mm-hmm. that over the last two or three years, some of your classmates have gone as students mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I've, yeah, a lot of my friends I've actually seen at Little Kitchen. Um, and even at school, when I'm walking around the campus, I see a lot of people or uh, the younger children who've been there. And it's nice, you know, just to like wave or even talk about their experience at Little Kitchen. Um, and they always have like positive memories to share, which is, it's just nice to hear that, especially as it's, you know, my parents' business. So it's, it just, 
it feels good to hear that. But um, also like a lot of my friends have asked, you know, like, do you, you think I could get a job a little kitchen and kind of the same thing as what Gabby said. It's, it's not an easy job. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So I always say like, you know, you've got to have good work ethic, but also prior to working at little kitchen, I have been pretty awkward with younger kids. <laughs> so I was nervous starting, um, especially because I would be working mostly in the morning classes on Sundays, which is the three to five year olds, um, class. So I was a little nervous when I started, but I've, become a lot more confident working with or just talking and communicating with all ages. And yeah, I think it's like if people ask, like, do you have to be really good with kids too? Obviously you have to be fond of them in some way or just comfortable, but I really developed a lot of skills around that as well. And it's just, it's nice to share that with other people who are interested too, especially my friends and people around my age. That's pretty yeah. cool that you go there helping the kids, but then you end up getting a lot back yeah. and things that have helped you in your own life. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's nice. I think I've also like growing up with our parents, we've learned a lot of the skills that are taught at Little Kitchen, just about a healthy lifestyle and, and being independent. So I, I think I've learned more about those skills and how to teach others about them and also just how to integrate them into my own life through working at Little Kitchen. I've gained a lot of skills working there. And it's nice that I get to kind of share those skills with other people as well. So Gwen mentioned your mom. Obviously, this is her baby. This yeah. is her brainchild. She brought this all together. And obviously, your dad's been a big part of growing the business as well and the two of them coming together. But I want to know how much different or the same your mom is with what she does at Little Kitchen and the program she's put together compared to the way she raised you and how she was in the kitchen oh growing God. up. Uncle, okay, so it's actually painful because it's so similar. And mm -hmm. whenever mom's at home and we're cooking dinner together or we're doing something in the kitchen, we call it Little Kitchening Us yeah. because she'll do these like little things and she'll be, she'll say like, oh, like, why do you have to add that in there? And like, we know when she's doing it and we'll roll our eyes because we're so used to teaching it and seeing it constantly. And like, it's completely the same. It like, it feels like we're at Little Kitchen, even when we're at home. Bron, when you lit up, mm. when I asked that question, you <laughs> yes. wanted to jump in. So what did you no, want to say? We get Little Kitchened all the time. Like we grew up getting, I call, I, I say it's Montessori mom. I'm like, oh, yeah. Montessori mom. Like I always, cause it was after when she got her Montessori degree and like went to school for that. That's when I started being like, oh, why is she explaining everything like this? Oh my goodness. <laughs> cause like. We'd already been around it for so long. We've already, we know how to do these things. Like, so even now, like when I cook with mom, she's like, oh, and Brandon, why do you think we do that? Do you know why we do that? I'm like, are you mm. kidding me? This <laughs> <laughs> is, I asked the kids this. Why are you asking me? <laughs> but no, it actually, it is really funny. We just, we do make fun of her for it a and lot. A, and of <laughs> course, she's growing the business now. So she's not in there teaching the way she was when this first mm -hmm. started. But did watching her with other children and watching her teach other children change the way that you viewed the relationship she had with you guys in the kitchen at all? I don't like it. I don't like seeing her hang out with other kids. Like she's my mom. <laughs> it, it makes me jealous. But it's cool to see like, it's cool to see my mom in a different light instead of just seeing her as like my mom. It's like, whoa, like she actually does other stuff. She kind of, she teaches other kids. Like she doesn't just hang out with us all the time. It's weird. But it, it made me jealous. I didn't yeah. like it. it I would weird, I would though. like to see dad teach. I would like to see dad <laughs> go down to Little Kitchen and teach a class. It'd that be would be amazing. Yeah. That would be scary. 
It I think we could raise some charitable donations for that. I think people I know, would jump yeah. on board with that. Some people would definitely yeah, want to see that. Finding the <laughs> students might be challenging, but yeah. we could definitely yeah, get donations. We might have to pay some people to attend the class, <laughs> but it'll be worth it. Yeah. Gwen, what were you going to say? You, because yeah. I asked that question. I know you wanted to say something as well. Yeah, I was just going to say it's it's really interesting seeing some similarities between like how mom has taught at Little Kitchen and then how she kind of communicates with us here and I just like even some of the jokes or the classic things like just sayings she says to the children at Little Kitchen all the time I remember her saying those to us as well and it's nice because you know it's it's nice seeing other people or other children connect with her so much over those same things that we did but saying this Gabby sometimes it's like oh my gosh that's That's my mom mom. (laughs) yeah (laughs) But yeah, and same as what Bronwyn said and Gabby, like it's it's funny just seeing her say the same things to us now as we're older and at our own kitchen and everything. It's we have to remind ourselves every now and then, like, you know, she's just so excited to to teach us about these things. And I also have to remind myself if I get a little annoyed at the little reminders or the questions she asks while we're cooking, I'm like, you know what? To be honest, I probably couldn't answer it in the first place. So it's good she's asking me it. But yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny just to see how similar she is at Little Kitchen and at home. I'm interested because you both said, well, sharing our mom, that's not easy all <laughs> yeah. the time. And mm. it's funny because when I talked to your parents about the decision to franchise this, your dad was like, I knew from the get-go, that's what we were doing. And your mom was the opposite because mm-hmm. this was hers. And mm-hmm. do I want to share everything with the world? I imagine she hasn't shared everything. So I'm wondering... Is there something special for each of you with your mom in the kitchen or a special memory you have that really stands out above all others? Maybe it's a tradition that happens every single year or a moment you've had in the kitchen with your mom. Is there anything? There's one um, that I really love. For Thanksgiving, mom makes, she makes really good stuffing. And we do that together in the kitchen. And it's really fun to just do that and have that memory. And that's always going to be like a special like <laughs> A special, a special memory yeah. in my heart. Mom's homemade stuffing. It's so good. Delicious. Thanksgiving. It's our favorite part of Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know this is an inside joke somewhere. I don't know how, and I know your mom's going to know, but somebody else won't know. <laughs> For a lot of holidays or just every now and then, we'll make sugar cookies at home. And mm. my mom and I spend hours decorating them. It's usually just the two of us, but everyone likes to chime in every now and then and I'm also very competitive so it's you know between my mom and I we try to see who can make the more intricate or detailed designs um, more or fun colors things like that and I guess it's selfishly it's a little nice because I know at Little Kitchen they don't have the time to to wait and sit after icing tons of cookies and ice layers on them and make those fun designs so it's a nice little memory I have with her at home and I can always rely on just spending that time with her. And yeah, it's fun just to keep doing that. (laughs) You know, your mom won't let me ice those cookies anymore, right? Why? Because we did this one year and she is very detailed in (laughs) what Mm -hmm. she wants. And she's very Mm -hmm. particular in what she wants. And she wants all of the cookies to look a certain way and then be uniform (laughs) and all pretty. And we had fun with it. We made some really Mm -hmm. interesting creative designs, which were fun and hilarious. She was not a fan. Yeah, no, I'm not allowed, <laughs> not I'm not allowed to decorate the cookies anymore because I didn't make them the way that she wanted. 
So. <laughs> my favorite thing that mom, like in a kitchen memory, is our 19th birthday, Gabby and mine. We have jello oranges every year for our birthday. And she spiked them for our 19th birthday, which was just, <laughs> it was awesome because it was like that memory from like literally growing up like as like, like babies. Yeah. So yeah, like we've always had them and they're just a little bit different for our 19th. <laughs> it was really funny. That's good. And yeah. again, that's one that's not going in little kitchen. It's going to be a little different at home <laughs> mm-hmm. than yeah. it is in the workplace. They mentioned that you guys all have your specialties and you guys are all very different personalities. So I'm wondering what you enjoy doing most in the kitchen. Is there something you enjoy working on or a type of dish or cuisine? What is it? I'm definitely the baker. I think I, I tend to bake a lot, mostly because I enjoy the process of baking. Um, banana bread. Yeah, I, I so have good. some good banana bread, what blueberry muffins. Oh, and I make these like apple roses. They're really pretty. <laughs> but yeah, I think I baking's my favorite for sure. I think I'm probably the most like adventurous in the kitchen because a lot of times I'll just find stuff in the fridge and throw things together and it'll turn into something really good, like dumplings. That's one of my favorite things to make because for the dough, you just need flour and water and the rest, you just toss whatever you want in there. But I definitely have like a superpower. I can open the fridge and even if it doesn't look like there's a lot of stuff in there, I can make pretty much anything. And that's really fun. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely into the presentation. I like to make everything look really nice. And yeah, I'll spend a lot of time, whether it's desserts or really anything, just trying to make it look like a nice plate things like that. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's, that's my priority when baking. So, okay. So this leads me to the question that everyone gets asked who's a part of little kitchen Academy and one that you guys knew was coming because you've been asked by your parents before. Mm-hmm. What's the one ingredient that's always in your kitchen and why Gabs, you want to start? Um, I would probably say forgiveness because even though I like to make a lot of different things, sometimes it doesn't always work out and Sometimes things don't always go my way and I, yeah, I would definitely say forgiveness because I think sometimes I'm a little harsh on myself, you know, if my brownies don't cook fully or something. Yeah, that's definitely my ingredient. I would say competitiveness is always something for me. Like I just said with presentation, you know, if I can make the nicest looking plate, I feel like I've accomplished something. If my sisters are also in there making something, you know, I like to I like to add a little element of competition in there just to make it a little more fun, a little more entertaining, but I've always got to find some way to make it a challenge. Is the measure of that competition how somebody enjoys what you've made or how yeah. they see it and their face lights up? Is that what your marker of success is? It can be. You know, if I'm just cooking for myself, it's just a matter of like, sometimes I'll just see how quick can I make something or... If I can make like a new method, if it works out well, it's kind of just the end product. If I think it's like the best or better than what I've previously done, or if it's better than maybe what my sisters have made, then then honestly, it's, you know, goal is accomplished for me. And I, I feel like it's been a fulfilling day of cooking or baking. Yeah. What about you, Bronwyn? Honestly, a good balsamic glaze is always in my <laughs> kitchen. I throw that on everything. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, I don't care. Like, I'm not kidding. I literally put it on everything. <laughs> <laughs> like it by the sauce. spoon? <laughs> I would totally have balsamic glaze by the spoon. I probably would too, actually. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because you're the only one who answered with like a food item. And well, for mo- some reason, my twin and my brain may have been connected because that 
was my original answer, really? but yes. That's okay. Fun. You guys can have the same thing. So why is forgiveness important to you in the kitchen? A lot of the time, like when baking especially, um, my mom always says follow the recipe exactly how it is written out when you do it the first time, but I don't really like doing that. So you have to have forgiveness in the kitchen because a lot of the times things don't turn out the way that you hope they will. And that's okay because that happens a lot at Little Kitchen as well. So we always tell the kids, hey, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. It's your first time. You tried. <laughs> yeah. Well, in your mom's origin story, she actually talked about that. That mm-hmm. when she was growing up and learning to bake, that that's where she made her mistakes. And you have to make mistakes if you're going to be good. And mm-hmm. everybody wants to get it right the first time, but that usually doesn't happen. No. Yeah. It's very frustrating when that doesn't happen, but it's also a part of the fun, I think. Yeah. I think you've always got to learn from your mistakes, like even in sports or, or anything in life. You know, if it's competition, learn from the loss. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's good to kind of take that as <laughs> a life lesson. <laughs> I'm with you though. I 100% agree. And you're going to do a lot of things in your lives. You guys have all grown into exceptionally young women. You're going to try some things that you think are headed one way. And all of a sudden you take a right turn and that didn't work out for whatever reason. You probably have an idea of what you want to do with your life right now. And 10 years from now, that might be completely different. Gabby, you already said that this has directly influenced what you want to do with your life and what you're pursuing for your life. I'm wondering with you, Bronwyn, and with you, Gwen, if Little Kitchen Academy and working there has influenced you in one way or another. And that doesn't mean you have to want to have your own little kitchen or be a part of Mm -hmm. Little Kitchen forever, but I'm wondering if there's something that's happened there or part of your experience that's influenced what you do want to do with your life. I don't think necessarily for me. I mean, like, I, I love Little Kitchen, but I've always kind of been, like, more of a sciencey person, more of a research, like, hands-on kind of, you know, nerdy stuff. So I think I'll probably stay in that realm for sure. But See, um, this makes sense. You're the baker, so you follow it, and I, it's yes, a lab I in like there. I like my routines. <laughs> it really is. It's But the kitchen is kind of a lab, isn't it? It is, yeah, and I... I don't really think I I would do necessarily a little kitchen my whole life. I mean, if I had to, I totally would for like my parents, you know, like that kind of thing. But like, it's not really my level or my uh, area of expertise for sure. But I know it's influenced your life because you're literally having friends at university coming over to your house because they love the food you guys are making. Yes. Oh my gosh. My best friend, Maddie and I, she's my roommate. We do ethnic breakfast is what we call them every Thursday. We take a breakfast recipe from anywhere and we make it and we usually invite our friends over and we just say like come on by if you want to and the amount of people like 19 20 21 year olds that have asked me if I can do a little kitchen class with them at my house in Victoria it's like actually crazy I didn't think the interest would be like that but so many of these people like don't know what they're doing like I had to teach so many people how to make a salad dressing from scratch because they had no idea or like I baked focaccia bread like pretty much every other day in Victoria because I like the smell of bread when I walk <laughs> in home. And I, I wanted that for my roommates because I'm just crazy. And I had to teach everyone how to do it. So I, I didn't think there would be a need for it at this age. But I mean, clearly mom's onto something. She knows. <laughs> well, and I'm sure you've had some sort of similar experience, whether it's because you're cooking for a bunch of people or not, Gabs. I mean, you moved across the country and you got to fend for yourself in Toronto. Yeah, a lot of my friends, um, when they asked me, like, if I had job, like, we all kind of talk about that stuff, and I would tell them what I did in back in Vancouver, and I'd show them all the pictures of, like, the food we'd make, and just the pictures of all the kids on the Instagram, 
And all of them were so surprised. And half of my friends have no idea how to properly cut like a bell pepper, you know? Like, so it's, it, it feels weird because we grew up learning this stuff. Like, it just feels like a second nature to us. Like, I don't know. We, like, my mom taught us how to do all of this stuff as we grew older. But uh, we, she noticed a lot of kids never learn how to do this. And there came Little Kitchen. But it was, it was really weird in Toronto when my friends would tell me, like, they had no idea how to do half the things that I was able to do when I was like 10 years old. Like it's, it's weird, but yeah, it's cool. Well, it's second nature for you yeah. guys because mm-hmm. you've grown up around it your entire lives, mm-hmm. but the vast majority of kids who leave their home and go to university or wherever they choose to go, go work somewhere or go travel, they don't know what they're doing in the kitchen for the most part. And a lot of them, which seems very foreign, I imagine to you guys, they don't know what's healthy and what's good for their bodies. These things are being learned by these young kids now that are going to have a way different outlook on life. A lot of kids where I lived in Toronto were living off like ramen noodles and stuff because they didn't know how to cook anything else and it was really cheap. But you can also find like canned veggies and all of this stuff that's not that as expensive too and make really good healthy recipes that will keep you full and are full of nutrients and stuff. And people didn't realize that. And so I think Little Kitchen obviously is really going to help kids as they get older, like be able to figure out what they should be eating and what, you know, might be better for them, especially living on your own for the first time. Like you don't really, no one, no one gets that much independence until you do it. And it felt really weird, especially when I did that by myself, but I did definitely feel a little bit more prepared because of my crazy mom teaching us how to cook when we were four years old. <laughs> well, except yeah. there were some, there were some like meals. And when I was at school and I was like, what am I going to make now? Like, I didn't know what to make. Cause I didn't want to make the same thing over and over. So I would literally just pull up like my emails from like little kitchen and use the recipes that I taught to the kids. And I would just be like, okay, I'm making this. It's good mm-hmm. to have a huge library mm-hmm. of stuff. And the recipes from little kitchen are portioned for one or one, two people. Yeah. So, so it's actually really it's so nice. easy to make when you're away. Like that's my favorite part about it. And we still have mm-hmm. all the emails so you can see whatever you've made and choose. It's cool. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's told you or not, but she's really proud of that. Not just with the two of you, but she's proud of all of the kids who've worked here. I say kids, but they're young men, they're young women, young people who've worked and gone away and they still write her and email her and tell, well, you know what? I never thought I'd be making something from Little Kitchen, but here I am. That's what mm-hmm. I'm doing tonight, and mm-hmm. it's really great. Charlotte makes uh, Little Kitchen recipes. She's one of our friends who works there, and she makes those recipes when she's in, like in Kingston living on her own. And Charlie, is, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really, it's really cute to see. They'll send us pictures or tell us that they did it, and it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So you guys not only lived through watching her take what she did in your kitchen and sharing it with everybody. You also watched her and your dad build a business together after watching that. And she described the highs and the lows of that from her perspective. And I'm sure you guys have seen both Mm -hmm. sides of that. Do you have the confidence to build your own business? Would you want to build your own business after watching that? Honestly, like, I think... I could probably do it if I really, like, wanted to. But I have seen how stressed my parents have been. And, like, you know, like, they're on their phones or, like, on emails or always really busy. And there's always someone needing something from them. So I don't know if I would do it based off of that. But, you know, if you can do it, like, good for you because it's not easy. It's really hard. I don't know. I have no idea what I want to do in life. So 
starting a business. I'm not sure if that's in the cards for me, but seeing like our mom and dad at home working on this business so much, it's, it's, we definitely see the struggles of it, but, um, I do feel like, you know, if that's something I choose to do later in life, then it's something I'm better prepared for, or at least that I have like a foundation and uh, even of my own family behind me that I know would support me or just give me good advice and, and help me through that. But yeah, I also don't really see myself starting a business. Not sure if that's the route I want to take. Sorry, Dad. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, it's made me feel more comfortable with it. And I can acknowledge just how much hard work goes into it, even when talking to other people or learning about other people who have started their own businesses. This is the clip I pull out when you guys start your own business, right? Like 10, 15 years from now, oh and one God. of you's launched your own business, <laughs> and I pull this clip out of you saying, I never wanted to start my own business. I don't think it's in the cards for me. Yeah, you never know, so. I'll be very surprised <laughs> yeah, if that me happens. Too. <laughs> what about you, Gabs? Yeah, I think a lot, like quite similar to Gwen, I think we've definitely been lucky enough to see our parents be able to pull this off and do a really good job with it, so we would have all the support and all the tools we need to be able to start our own business. But I don't know. I really love Little Kitchen. And I don't, right now, I don't see myself doing anything else. But you never know what Maybe the future start, holds. Start a littler kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> or an old, old, old kitchen. There you go. You know, some go to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you never know. You never yeah, know. that's a very good point. <laughs> Do you guys remember where it started? Do you remember where the idea for this all began? I think it was uh, my mom wanted to create a bakery where where kids baked everything. That's I think that's what what it was. I remember her telling me that, um, and then it turned into Little Kitchen. I remember her and my wife, your aunt, mm-hmm. talking about that. They talked about that for years, but then mm-hmm. this took on something different, and the Montessori piece really fit for your mom, and that's kind of the thing that tied it all together with her culinary expertise and the Montessori piece and the need that you guys talked about for young people to learn how to cook for themselves and how to be independent and all of those things that you learn there as well. There's also the element of your parents working together. Yeah. (laughs) They literally wanted me to ask you this. So I'm going to ask you this. What's your opinion on married couples working together? None of you are married right now, (laughs) but what do you think about married couples working together? I think if, my mom and dad did a really good job at hiding the tough parts for the most part. I think they did a pretty decent job. I also think that you have to be a certain kind of person to be able to do that. I yeah. think not everyone has the like maturity and the ability to separate work and home as easily. And our family struggled with that for a little bit, for a little while. And we still kind of deal with that on a daily basis. We never know when it's a good time to talk about work or just be at home. I think if you think you can do it, married couples working together could be a good thing, but you've got to tread lightly on it because sometimes, you know, there's always that saying, don't mix business with pleasure. And I think it's there for a reason, but if it's considering my mom and dad, they've done a really good job. So. Okay, Gwen, you've been chomping at the bit (laughs) to get in on this. I was just leaning. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess when my sisters went away to university, you know, I was around it a lot just by myself. So, I mean, when you have two people gone, the conversation is less than it usually is. So it, it went back to Little Kitchen a lot. And yeah, like, you know, I obviously we've seen like a lot of the stressful parts of it. But I think when you have like someone like my dad, who's 
had a, a long history in business and um, been successful in that too. And then you have my mom who just has this amazing dream and ambition that she's been working on for so long. It does help. <laughs> it leads to better results. But, you know, we're just super lucky that they love each other so much and that they love us, right? So, well, <laughs> a little cheesy, but, you know, they do. And I think that helps a lot, like being successful in a business and even just working with each other. And I think, you know, because all three of us has have also worked at Little Kitchen, though sometimes that could challenge more problems, it does probably help a little bit that we can all talk about the stresses that come with Little Kitchen. Maybe not all the behind the scenes business stuff, but yeah, it's, I think we're just lucky that we have all five of us to kind of work together, just relationship wise and, you know, with Little Kitchen as well. Our mom also has like all the patience in the world, oh, especially yeah. after raising the three of us. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we gave her a bit of a run for her money, like back in the day. So that like my dad's business skills her. and my mom's like insane level of patience that she has in life mm -hmm. definitely helps. And I think if someone else wasn't as patient, then it might not have worked out yeah. as well. But I don't know. I don't know how my mom has has that much patience with everything. But yeah, that's de that definitely, I think, helped her with it. It's very rare that people can be around each other as much as husband, wife, parents, children, and not mm -hmm. have conflict from time to time. That's part of it. And I imagine there was probably a point in your life, Bronwyn, where you thought, there's no chance I'd work for my mom or with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, we are a very close family. We spend way too much time together. <laughs> like, way too much time together. Like, my friends always say it. Like, I always say it. We all say it to each other. But it's, we still all choose to spend time with each other. And I think also, like, the reason that Little Kitchen is working well from like, mom and dad is because, like, they're so, like, they've been together for 22 years? years. 22 years, I think. <laughs> they've been together for a long time. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like working like the business together, like it just, they balance each other out so well that that's why it works so well. Like they're, they don't, they're not like, they don't work the exact same. Like my dad is very, very different. Yeah. They work, they both work very differently, but I think because of that, it balances out really well and it was able to work out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's working out just fine. Yeah. It's working out just fine. What are you most proud of? with what they've built in Little Kitchen Academy? You guys are looking at me. Okay. Um, I think probably the impact that Little Kitchen is going to have on like the world, really, because there's nothing out there like this. I never knew how important it was for people to be able to cook on their own until I saw how many people didn't know how to do it. And I think like not only the independence in the kitchen, but the creativity that it gives kids and will give them growing into adulthood and everything like is really special. And so I'm, I'm really proud that my parents were able to come up with something that like literally is changing lives from scratch. I think that's really cool. I think I'm like most proud of the like family that we've been able to kind of make out like from this because we have like, there's some really good people that work like alongside mom and dad, like Felix from Top Value. He's one of the nicest people I've ever mm -hmm. met in my life. Yeah. We, we love Felix. Um, and but his there's, dog. And his dog, yes. Muesli, <laughs> yeah. Muesli's up there too. But I think it's just like the community of people that they've made. Like it's just, 
it's such a healthy community and it's such a positive and I don't know it's just it really makes me feel good because when I come home like I get to go out with my work friends and I get to go back to work and see these people or Gabby and I on our days off we'll go down to the office just to hang out with everybody just because we genuinely like like being around these people so much so I think that's probably what I'm most proud of well not to discredit my dad but I I think I'm most proud of mom for everything she's done like I can just remember for years and years her talking about little kitchen and her interest in Montessori too and everything about it like I can even remember years ago her asking us to draw like little logo designs for little kitchen and that was that was so long ago now that I think of it from when little kitchen actually started so it's just it's really cool to see our mom's dreams and and her idea come to light and actually materialize like become a thing in like a growing business that like Gabby said it does change so many lives and it's a really important it has a lot of different important skills um that are taught through it so yeah I'm just really proud of all the work both of them but uh especially my mom has done and it's expanding so quickly yeah and it's going all the places I'm wondering each of you Where's a city or where's a destination somewhere in the world that Ooh. one day you'd like to arrive at and walk around a corner and see a little kitchen academy? It can be anywhere. I would say Tokyo. Like after going to Japan, I went like a few years ago and like all the, I, I know it would do so well there. And plus all the recipes like you'd be able to make. Japanese food is my favorite type of food. And so I would definitely love to see a little kitchen around the corner in anywhere in Japan. But Tokyo is like the crazy busy city and I love it. So I think that would be really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe for me, Singapore. I know, you know, that that could be a potential idea, but I think that would be so cool. I've always wanted to visit there as well. So, you know, that would be a good little push for me to actually go and and visit something more than just the city but yeah it would be super cool to go there and and see a little kitchen one or more I think either Victoria because like being there there's so many kids there's definitely like the opportunity for it or Paris because I think little oh, kids yeah, in Paris France. cooking would be so cute anywhere in France would be and nice. yeah <laughs> we we love France so pretty amazing though that you guys chose three different locations three completely different cultures that something born in Vancouver Canada could transcend any type of cultural barrier mm-hmm. and work well because everyone needs to know how to feel their bodies the right way so yeah. I think it's just it's, it really just is one of those life skills so I think it's just a good thing to have everywhere yeah. And I think the way that classes are even run, just like the smaller classes with lots of instructors instructors that are really there to like make good connections with people. I think that's that can be found anywhere. Right. With the right people. So I think it's nice that we can like see it happen in any city or any mm-hmm. place in the world because it really is applicable to everyone. I think it's nice that I get to sit down with my nieces and yeah. actually record a podcast, yeah. something I never thought we'd be doing. Yeah, yeah. cross that off the bucket yeah. list. This was cool. <laughs> you told me this like even a month ago, I probably would have been really surprised. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's really neat that, that we get to do this. Yeah. It's fun. Thank you guys yeah. very much. Thank Thanks, you. Uncle Thanks, Uncle Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Meet Me in the Kitchen is curated and produced by Toolkit Content. 
You can find more information about Little Kitchen Academy, including classes, locations, employment, and franchise opportunities at littlekitchenacademy.com. What's the one ingredient that's always in your kitchen? 